Well, welcome everybody to Heal the Healers. And today we're going to talk about an episode that is really dear to my heart. And I'm going to ask myself and you the question, since when have we become so soft as Christian physicians? Since when we have lost our way to really have hunger for God and for the things of God? So please stay tuned. This is going to be a really important episode for you to listen to. And I want you to stay all the way through the end and really stay engaged and ask yourself, is this in any way speaking to me? I believe this is for a lot of people. This has been on my heart for a while. So stay tuned for after the intro. We'll be right back. Welcome to the Heal the Healers podcast, where we explore the intersection of faith and medicine, discover your God-given potential, and experience Christ's healing in the midst of medical burnout. I'm your host, Inga Hoffman, a pediatric hemog doc, physician coach, and follower of Jesus. Together, we will navigate the challenges of medicine, integrate faith into our personal and professional lives, experience spiritual renewal, and find restoration in Christ. Welcome to the Heal the Healers, where Christ heals one physician and one patient at a time. Well, welcome back to Heal the Healers. My name is Inga Hoffman. I'm the host for this podcast and channel. I'm really happy and grateful you're here. And I want to talk with you about something that is really dear to my heart. And that's been really important to me. As I kind of unravel this, I want you to really hold this with an open hand and with an open heart, because I might ruffle some feathers. And that is a good thing, because anytime God speaks to us and reveals something to us in, in through our Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit in us. That is actually important because he's trying to tell us something. And I felt this is really something he laid on my heart. So I'm going to share that with you. And I believe that it will bless you and, and speak to some of you on a deep way. So thank you also for tuning in. So before I go too far, I want to remind you to please subscribe to this podcast or to this YouTube channel, click subscribe and a thumbs up so that it can reach more people and share it with other people. Also, follow us here on YouTube, on Facebook, on your favorite podcast platform at Heal the Healers. That is so appreciated because that way also the podcast and the YouTube channel will come to you so you don't have to go look for it. It will automatically alert you when a new episode goes live. So thank you so much for doing that and for sharing it with friends, colleagues, people that are in your life that you feel would benefit from this, that will enjoy this, that will be built up in this. Uh, thank you so much and I really appreciate it. So let us dive in today though, in this episode and I've entitled this Spiritual Growth milk versus steak and you will see in a few minutes why i gave it such a quirky title but this one is really critical you know for a while i have felt in my spirit this kind of longing and hunger and and groaning in a way for asking myself this question since when have we as Christian physicians become so soft in our spiritual walk? When have we started to kind of drift away from the things of God and let everything in our life take over 
um, and take priority and precedent over the things of God. And that really got to me as I was working through this. And honestly, this has been in my in my spirit, in my heart for quite some time, months, months and months, in fact. But it took some time to say, okay, I'm going to actually speak it out loud. And I felt like now is the time. Probably sometimes I wondered, should I have done it earlier? Have I been disobedient and holding this in? But today, this morning, when I sat there and I was like, okay, I'm going to record a podcast episode. I'm going to record this episode. What am I going to share about? And I have a list of things usually that are on my heart that I'm working through that the Lord has showed me and, and kind of lay out a schedule. And what happens week to week is often that a fresh thing comes in my mind right there and that I have to speak it out when I know it is sort of ripe to, to speak it out and, and release it. You know, they is a timing for everything. And I feel this is kind of a, a thing that we have to really think about and embody in ourselves right now and chew on this bone right now. So the question is really, when have we become so soft in our spiritual growth, in our lack of hunger for the things of God? And what about our spiritual CV, to, to speak, our CME credits in, in the spiritual, in the biblical sense, right? We make sure we get CME credits and ongoing medical education and take board exams and all these things in the medical realm. And we qualify that as being very, very important to be a good practicing physician. But since when did we decide that for everything else, uh, for things related to the things of God that we hold, we say dearly, we actually do not make time. There is no CME for that one, right? We, we don't even invest any time. We barely scrape by. And then we wonder why we are struggling. And I really want to address that today. And please hear my heart in this. I'm saying this with all love and everything I'm sharing here are things that I had to work through. So when I share something, it is not something that, you know, I have a theory about, I read somewhere, or I just want to belittle or, or, or call out other people when I have not myself dealt with this. Typically, what happens is, I had to work through something. I became it became a revelation to me. Sometimes a while ago, sometimes very recently, and I feel the weight of that thing to share with you guys, with you Christian physicians that are here and watching because you say I really want to have faith has a more important priority in my life. I want to integrate that Christian faith fully in my life. I don't want to live into the two worlds. And one big part of not living in the church world over here and in medicine over there and being constantly divided in mind and time and spirit and everything is that we get back to the core things of God if we really call ourselves Christians. So I want you to know that this is something that I had to walk through on a very deep level. So, so here we go. I really have encountered this, this urgency and sense of we have to go return back to the basics. We have to go back to say, I have a hunger for God and I'm longing for that. And I want to cultivate that. I want to know him more and more because I know that without him, I can do nothing in my life. Nothing is possible without 
God, or it will be very short-lived or lead to not such a good path. And by the way, if you're watching this and you are not a believer, uh, God is not real to you, you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this might not make sense to you, and that's okay. I encourage you, though, explore, investigate, treat it like a scientist and say, hey, maybe those Christian things are not all that crazy. Let me dig into what the Bible and the scripture actually says and approach it with a scientific mindset of curiosity and exploration. And you might be very surprised what you find. So now back to addressing though, if you're a person of faith and you found yourself kind of in the dry lands, in the desert land, and you're like, you know what? God is actually not the priority in my life. Many other things have taken priority in my life and have let go of things of God, then this is really for you. So, and I'm kind of peeking at my notes here in between to make sure I really capture what I wrote out because this kind of flowed through me as I was preparing it. I really prayed and I was like, okay. And, and then things usually come to me. So one thing I heard very clearly that we all want things to go well in our life, right? We want things to go well for our career, in medicine, for our families. And we worry about all those things, but we care very little about the things of God. They kind of fall by the wayside. Our faith has become a side product versus the centerpiece of our life and who we are. Let me repeat that again, and I should have probably put a quote in the bottom here. Our faith has become a side product versus the centerpiece of who we are. And that is a core issue. That is a really important issue to address because God cannot be here on the side. He demands that he is the centerpiece, not in an authoritative, ugly way, but he knows that when we put other things first, that it will be ultimately to our self-destruction. And because he loves us so much, he said, come to me, right? Who are weary, who are brokenhearted, who are burdened. Come to me for advice. Come to me for instructions because he knows and he knows above all. So it is God often in our lives are found as Christian physicians who are busy and bustling around and hustling and bustling and put everybody else before God and sometimes themselves are struggling with this tremendously. And it's that God has become as kind of under these long list of things or accolades we do. Perhaps if you think about your CV, God is kind of after all these other things, your training, where you went to medical school, your wonderful paper and your grants and all these things. And after all that, you have this little bottom section on the CV, hobbies and interest, right? God gets maybe a word there. And I'm speaking literally, but also metaphorically speaking. Now, you might have a CV where actually you mentioned that faith is an important part, and that's great. And yes, there's structure to a CV. So please don't misplace or misunderstand this. I'm speaking literally a little bit, but mostly metaphorically, your God has become this bottom line little thing in the corner of our seaweed why we boast everything else up. So our bio sketch is all about me, 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 and what I accomplished. But yet our physical bio sketch of our life shows very little of the things of God who actually 
has given you the ability, who has given you the brain, who has given you the opportunities, who opened wonderful doors for you to get through this training. And now the training and your accolades and your PhD and your MD and your letters behind your name and where you trained have become more important than the God who gave you all those things in the first place. And throughout scripture, we can see that that leads to disaster and to challenges and difficulties because we have misplaced order and structure and authority. If we're people of God, God belongs in our hearts and minds and everywhere first above all. And really, we need to set this right in this season if we want to be sustained through this season. I cannot stress how important that is. So please, please hear me with urgency on this. Get your life right. Get your life in order. Go back to the things of God. And if you have drifted, okay, that's okay. Repent and move, move back and go start fresh. God is not God is waiting. He is ready for you. But you have to take the step to turn around and pick it up. So if you find yourself in that place, please hear me. There is grace for you. God is waiting. He loves you. But you cannot keep on wandering off. It will need to nowhere. So going back to this thought, though, that everything else really has taken weight and attention above everything in our lives. So wait and attention on all the other stuff we have in our CV, in our career, and even often our families. I've been guilty of that be, be before God. And that is out of order, out of place in the biblical world sense, in the biblical sense. So please, we have to return to the things of God and we have to be stopped we have to stop to be so wishy-washy in our faith with no spine, with no knowledge of God, and with no, with no even zest of learning. We have become wishy-washy questions. And that is sad to see because we just, like the Bible talks about, right? You cannot be wishy-washy. You're going to be tossed and turned and tossed and turned. And also, you are not going to be the type of person that Jesus instructs us as, as a model to live, right? In Matthew, he talks about the be attitudes on the Sermon on the Mount. Often, we display nothing. And then we worry why people complain that Christians Christians are a bunch of hypocrites and losers because they're actually right. They're calling you out on our garbage. And that is probably accurate. So let us be the person that actually points to Jesus by our lifestyle, by our convictions, by how we speak, how we talk, how we help, how we serve patients, how we represent the kingdom of God, even in our organizations with our incredible broken to the core and maybe our leadership isn't all that godly either. Yet, you are called to stand out and to represent something versus complain and bitch about something. Sorry that I digress. That was a side note, but that is really, really important. So I encourage you, build your CV around the knowledge of God. Grow in your spiritual maturity and go beyond the baby steps of ABC. Jesus is my savior and he loves me and God bless y'all. 
yes, he is your savior. But if he is your savior for longer than a few days, like step it up, people. Like we cannot stay in this wishy-washy, soft, no-spine Christian faith. What, what's that for? You gotta, you, you train in medicine, we want to get better, but how come we don't train in the things of God and our spiritual growth with some real discipline and discipleship and perseverance? Yes, it will take all of this perseverance. It will be hard. It will be grueling. It will be sometimes taking a lot of difficult steps. It will be testing. It will be pressure. Paul talks about this. The whole Bible is full of that. Yes, that is what we signed up for. And that we run that race with endurance and grace because he is all so worth it. Now, if we are just staying in the ABCs, then what we're really doing is exactly what Paul says in Corinthians. And I put this up there. We are staying as little infants who still need milk. Now, I want to tell you the side story because I was reminded in recent times about this quite a bit. When I was a resident back in the day as a pediatric resident at UCSF, I was, well, over 20, 25, whenever that was, <laughs> a long, long, long time ago, over 20, almost 25 years ago, when I started training. I was always the person that was eager for subspecialization. I became a PC monk doc. And even with that, I highly specialized in one disease, pediatric myelodysplastic syndrome, and one area, which is a treatment in terms of bone marrow transplant, focused even just on that area. That is my expertise. And that is what I walked the distance for because that was my deepest core passion in the things of medicine. Now, I was not so interested, even as a resident, because in me was placed this hunger and this thirst to learn more and to take care of the most complicated, sickest, rare diseases that one can imagine. However, when I was sitting in Grand Rounds, what did I get fed? General Pete stuff for the community pediatrician, and God bless your heart because you're really important. I couldn't do your job. But I was dissatisfied because I'm like, let me grow beyond milk. Let me grow to something more solid. Let me give, give me a bone to chew on, to use my neurons and have critical thinking. Let me have a scientific mindset and dive deep into deeper things. It didn't even have to be him on. It just needed to be mentally, scientifically, and intellectually challenging and to challenge my, my stinking thinking. But I found myself in Jen Pete's lectures that kind of bought the crap out of me. Pardon my language. I get really passionate about it. And so I was bursting out to my colleagues. I am done with the infamil Grand Lounge lectures. I'm ready for some steak. And people laughed and kind of chuckled. And it became pretty famous because in my residency class and the classes around me, I was the one that was quoted, she wants steak, not infamil formula. And that is very true. And these are the things of God. Why did I quote that back then? It bursted out of my mouth because of this scripture I'm going to pull up here. So Paul talks to the Corinthians church here, and he says in 1 Corinthians 3, 1, Brothers and sisters, I could not address you as people who live by the Spirit, but as people who are still worldly, more infants in Christ. And he goes on and says, I gave you milk, not solid food 
for you are not ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. And then he goes on to say, I encourage you to read the rest. To say, because you're still worldly, because they were quarreling about things of Apollos and Paul and, and the different leaders in that area and who did what. No, but what he would, but also what I get from this is we have to go beyond the things of baby steps Christianity. We have to be in our spiritual growth and put some, some strength on and some bones on here. And a baby won't drink breast milk or formula until they're grown up and a grown adult won't get them there, right? Eventually, they wean off of those things and get solid food. So this is a really great metaphor or analogy Paul is using here. And in the same way, we have to get off the baby steps, the milk of Christian growth, and go into deeper levels. Now, you might think, well, if I read any of Paul's letters, nothing was very superficial, although he often reminded and corrected and also encouraged them what was important and what Christ was really revealing and teaching. So I really want to encourage you. I urge you. I really press in on you. Go get your spiritual growth on. Get your CME in your Christian discipleship and discipline. Get into the word and really in God's face and understand what he is saying. This does not happen by give me a verse a day or I show up on Sunday when I can, or I'm really busy, let me just do Zoom church. What does that do? That was very nice during COVID. What a nice distraction. And it has its role and its place to a certain degree. I'm coming to you digitally right now, right? We are not meeting in person. It has its role, but it also has its limitations. Because if you're just one way listening to somebody, there is zero accountability. There is zero correction unless you put it on yourself. So I urge and encourage you, go get in the word. Take this seriously, really, really. This is nothing to just toy around with. And if, if that's how you feel, like why are we doing it in the first place? Christianity is not just some club. We show up on occasion for some social events to have a potluck dinner. And, and I show up to a sermon once in a while if I feel like it. And I'm not saying making you trying to make you feel guilty when you're on call you cannot go i understand i've been on call i've worked nights and weekends and on sundays and couldn't go i understand i'm i'm a physician i get it but then still find time to get in the word and in prayer and listen pause a moment and actually listen what god is telling you people say i cannot hear from god i used to say that well, because I never took the time actually sit there and trying to listen what he's saying because I just dumped my request off and then ran off. That's not how it works, people. So please, please really go and pray and ask yourself and ask the Lord, Lord, how can I get a fresh start here? I really long to know you more. I really want to understand you more. And sometimes I'm having a hard time understanding. Sometimes I misunderstand scripture or I don't know what it means. Ask him, the Lord, the, the Bible says, when we lack wisdom, ask the Lord, he's going to freely give it to you. So please take this seriously 
and take a fresh step back. So if you find yourself in a place where you had a hard time and you feel like I'm not growing, I'm not doing much, I show up at church when I can, then now is your time to repent, to really ask the Lord for forgiveness and say, I'm struggling and he is here to help you. He is here and he's waiting and he's ready to instruct you. He has not brought you here and given you all this training. You haven't gone through all the process for nothing. He is here to lift you up, but you have to also go do your part. You have to go invest your part. That means time, being uncomfortable, being stretched. And in fact, that's what we're going to talk about next time. So, the last thing I really want to tell you, oftentimes we say, you know, my faith is important to me. That's part of who I am. I say that too, right? I would say that on podcasts and to people. Faith is, you know, who I am. And that's a core part of who I am. And that sounds lovely. But really, I encourage you and me, is my faith, my belief in God the Creator, an all-consuming fire that consumes everything in my life above all. That is really where I want you and me to get to, that it is an all-consuming fire. And then everything else, what you do in your career, what you do in medicine, what you do with your family, what you do with your time and your health and all the problems around you will flow from there much more easily. I didn't say easy, but easily. So please, Go dig in. Go get your spiritual CV set. Go get your CME credits in the house of God under his guidance, under his professorship, because everything else we do is in vain and won't lead to a lasting eternal result. And I know that often things stand in the way when we do this, and this is what we're going to talk about in the next episode. But I have found there's two things that stand in people's way and we're going to dig deeply into this next time. But they have to do with time, commitment, and sometimes being a little bit uncomfortable. So I in encourage you to tune in next time again. Share this episode with other people so that you can also bless others with this. And then if you're saying, you know what, Inga, this sounds all great, but it's really hard to do this journey on my own. You're absolutely right. It is difficult to do this on your own. It is quite challenging. We never meant to do this alone. So find a local church, number one, if you're not plugged into one, find a biblical, Bible-based local church and get connected and get involved there the best you can. And then I also encourage you to go and check out the Heal the Healers Mentorship Program. I opened it up in January. Right now, I have it close to focus on those that are in the group, giving some first training and classes, and I really want to shepherd that process. So, but I will open this again. So if you say, I want some discipleship and I want to be amongst physicians that actually understand my life and my specific challenges, then this is really for you. So then you can enter a community that teaches you, instructs you in Christian discipleship and discipline, spiritual growth, Christian leadership, all things healing, mentorship and coaching and all those things that will help you be equipped as the saints. Okay. 
If that is of interest to you, scan this QR code right now and you'll get on the wait list when I open the doors for the Heal the Healers Mentorship Program again that you can join. I don't know exactly yet when that is, probably sometime in the spring. So scan the code that gets you on my email list. I send you weekly encouragements as well so that you can be encouraged in the word of God and in your faith. And that way we can stay connected. And when there is another opportunity to join this group, that you will be the first to know. So with that, I say, God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your day and of your week. And again, be encouraged in the word of God. And I see you next week. My prayer is that you were encouraged, strengthened, and perhaps even convicted with this episode today. If this podcast has blessed you, would you help share it with your friends and colleagues and even share it on social media? Also, leave us a review on the podcast platform where you are listening to this content. It would help us a lot. Together, we can share the good news of Jesus and transform medicine, one physician and one patient at a time. Have a great day. God bless.